The day man went into space could be said to be a modern myth, a legend that arises to meet the spirit of the age in which it is born. But what could be some of the grim realities behind the exploration of the cosmic void? Speculation has long existed that early experimental flights claimed the lives of more than a few humans, the names of which have never graced headlines. Who were these unknown people who were lost to the dangers of venturing into the heavens? Today, we will be discovering the unexplained and investigating the story of the lost cosmonauts here on Mystery Archives. October 4, 1957, the Soviet Union launched history's first artificial satellite known as Sputnik. Its launch sparked the inferno that was known as the Space Race. The Cold War heated up as the United States and the Soviet Union rushed to see who could conquer the new frontier first. Russia once again scored a win when Yuri Gagarin became the first man in space in 1961. But was he truly the first, or merely the first, to survive the trip? In 1959, a Russian magazine published information and photos of three men parachuting. One of the men was killed when his suit depressurized after hitting his head. Another vanished, and no information on the third man was ever found. It was speculated that the men were testing high-altitude equipment a precursor to space exploration technology. In 1960, a Soviet rocket ignited on the launch pad and killed at least 78 people. That same year, science fiction author Robert Heilern claimed that while traveling in the USSR, he met with army cadets that said that there had recently been a space launch. The capsule, Karabl Sputnik 1, suffered a mechanical failure when the guidance system steered it off course. As a result, it was stranded in orbit around Earth. The general statement on behalf of the Soviets was that the capsule was part of an unmanned test flight. However, according to Henlin, there may have been a cosmonaut inside. In the 1960s, Akhil and his brother Giovanni Battista released audio recordings they had allegedly captured from secret Soviet flights. One recording seemed to play the sounds of a suffocating cosmonaut. Listening to the static, the brothers determined that another recording was an SOS moving away from Earth. One of the more famous and controversial recordings is that of a female cosmonaut panicking before she apparently was killed upon re-entry into the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, my God. 
In total, the brothers released nine recordings over the course of four years, each capturing a different scenario of cosmonauts participating in space flights that either succeeded or failed. These audio recordings, however, while being one of the main pieces of evidence cited for the lost cosmonauts, have long been claimed to be a hoax. One objection is the fact that the female cosmonaut spoke extremely bad Russian, and that the brothers' sisters were learning Russian at the time, which would have made her a more than likely candidate to be the voice heard on the tape. Another problem is that in spite of highly sophisticated radio surveillance stations in Europe at the time, somehow the brothers were the only ones who managed to capture this extremely valuable information about Soviet space operations. That being said, these recordings are only a small piece of the puzzle, as more high-profile flights occurred, which are more difficult to dismiss. Vladimir Alyushin was among the most esteemed and venerated men in the Soviet Union during the 1960s. Son of the Soviet aircraft designer Sergei Alyushin, Vladimir was among the most distinguished of Soviet test pilots. In 1959, he set the world altitude record when he reached 30,000 meters in his Sokyo 9 jet fighter. In 1960, he received the Hero of the Soviet Union medal for his high altitude and high speed test flights. Initially, Vladimir was not a member of the Cosmonaut Corps when they were founded in 1959, focusing more on gaining the world altitude record he soon realized that any record of his would be crushed by this achievement of reaching Earth's orbit. Possibly as a result of his father's political influence, Vladimir was allowed to join the original cosmonauts a year after the group was formed. After an intensive training program, he became the most talented cosmonaut of the group. 1961 photos show Vladimir undergoing spaceflight training. One of his colleagues had been launched into space in secret on February the 2nd of 1961, but something went horribly wrong in the early stages of the flight, which rendered the pilot unconscious. Unable to return to the Earth until the 17th orbit in order to avoid a forced landing on foreign soil, the cosmonaut lost his life in orbit. Vladimir was scheduled for the following flight. With the fault that cost his fellow cosmonaut his life having seemingly been fixed, Vladimir boarded the Rossiya and launched into orbit on April 17th of 1961. According to reports, something again went wrong. Before completing his first orbit, Vladimir lost consciousness and stopped responding to radio calls from mission control. Due to Vladimir's high profile, an emergency landing was attempted on the third orbit. The capsule touched down in China. The normal process for Vostok landings involved ejecting the pilot from the capsule at 20,000 feet, with the pilot touching down with the parachute. Unfortunately, since Vladimir was unconscious, he was unable to eject and sustain serious injuries when the Rossiya hit the ground. He was hurt but alive, gaining the honor of being the first man to return alive from orbit. The Chinese authorities hospitalized Vladimir and kept him imprisoned as a foreign intelligence agent for over a year. As a result of this, word leaked that a manned space flight was ongoing and imminent. 
the Soviets decided to launch the backup pilot, Yuri Gagarin, mere days later on April the 12th. This historic mission almost ended in tragedy. At the time of deorbiting, the descent capsule failed to disconnect from the service module. Luckily for Gagarin, the landing craft suddenly separated. The maneuver occurred nearly 10 minutes after the intended time, which led to Yuri landing in a remote area away from recovery teams. Vladimir would eventually return to the USSR, where he continued his career. He would retire as a general of the Soviet Air Force, but not everyone was so lucky. As the echoes of rocket launches and space communications reverberate into silence, it's difficult to discern fact from fiction. The line between myth and history can often become blurred, and the space race is no different. Many researchers have asserted that the supposed lost cosmonauts are nothing more than speculation and rumor with no basis in reality. In the 1980s, American journalist James Oberg researched space disasters in the USSR. He found no evidence to support these theories. Since 1990, much previously restricted information has become available to the public. Mark Wade, editor of the website Encyclopedia Astronautica, said that the entire early history of the Soviet manned space program has been declassified and we have piles of memoirs of cosmonauts, engineers, etc. who participated. We know who was in the original cosmonaut team, who never flew, was dismissed, or was killed in ground tests. Alyushin was not one of them. In spite of this, there is indeed confirmed evidence of the USSR covering up the death of a cosmonaut by the name of Valentin Bardenenko. It was March 23rd of 1961, and Valentin was on the 10th day of a 15-day endurance experiment in a low-pressure altitude chamber at the Institute of Biomedical Problems in Moscow. The chamber's atmosphere was at at least 50% oxygen. Valentin had finished his work for the day and removed the biosensor from his body while washing his skin with alcohol-soaked cotton balls. A discarded cotton ball landed on an electric hot plate which he had been using to brew tea. The ball ignited, and Valentin struggled to smother the fire with his wool coveralls, which burst into flames in the oxygen-rich air. Due to the pressure difference, it took a doctor half an hour to open the chamber door. Valentin suffered third-degree burns all over his body. Yuri Gagarin spent several hours at the hospital at the death watch of the officer. Valentin would die of shock 16 hours later. Photographs of the original cosmonauts would later be doctored in an attempt to erase his presence from history. A failed experiment the USSR could not afford to let into the public consciousness. In 1971, the crew of the Apollo 15 placed a plaque on the moon dedicated to the fallen astronauts. Valentin's name was not among them. Space has fascinated mankind since the days of the Cold War. A frontier of mystery danger, and beauty, captivating the minds of past and present. But it is easy to forget the pile of bones that enabled us to reach the stars. Many of the bones belong to people with homes, families, and names that in some cases might never have been remembered. Their deaths were tragic, 
but ultimately the legend of the lost cosmonauts burns bright as a rocket launching into the eternal heavens. So what do you think of the lost cosmonauts? Did the Soviets really send people to their deaths and erase all the evidence of what happened? Or are these all just aging remnants of the Cold War rumor? Let me know down in the comments below. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe with the bell for more content. And share this video on social media. It really helps us out when you do. Until next time, this has been Cody here with Mystery Archives. Take care.